Podcast Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Got an opinion? Make your voice heard on the law offices of Rod Polston, Oklahoma Tax Resolution Line at 405-329-9000. Sound off on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's time for The Rush with Podcast Award winner Teddy Lehman and Tyler McComas. Number one, it's the University of Oklahoma, okay? And you approach every opportunity with the same amount of effort, enthusiasm, commitment uh, to, to what you do. Uh, but it's really, really important here. And it's obvious it's really, really important here. It's wonderful to be at a place like that. As you do this longer, you know, I'm not saying when or what, but you know that this doesn't go on forever. And opportunities like this don't come very often. And when they do, you got to take full advantage of them. And uh, so it's it's been exciting, it's been challenging, and at the same time, uh, to I've, en- I've enjoyed our staff and our group of players getting to know them so far, and excited about the future. Ted Roof, defensive coordinator at the University of Oklahoma, excited about the opportunity, and uh, I am too. I'm anxious to see. The new look defense and sure. kind of what their what their plan is. Uh, if, if it's an exact replica of what Vittables was doing at Clemson, which I'm I'm guessing that's probably going to be the case, or if they tweak it because there's a little bit of different competition that they're going to be up against. Interested to see. I'm, I'm also interested to see if there's some guys that have moved some positions. That's going to happen. I mean, they've been pretty clear that guys are going to play multiple positions. They might even have to be multiple. Uh, There's a thought that Billy Bowman could play some offense this year at times. He's still going to play defense. That's going to be his primarily spot. But you could see him offensively. Yeah, some guys are are definitely going to be on the move. Is there one guy in particular that you're looking at, like wondering where he fits in this defense and thinks he might be one of those dudes that plays – Multiple positions this spring? Well, I think Aguebu is is interesting. Um, is he going to stay at inside backer or are they going to move him to edge uh, because because of, of his length and you know I, he I think he did a good job at inside backer, but I don't know that he excelled and Maybe going back to edge, he'd be able to uh, kind of flip that switch a little bit better. Last year was supposed to be his year, and it just it didn't happen. Yeah, it's tough. Moving from edge to inside is not – it's a difficult move. But I say that the experience he gained at the inside, if he was ever to move back out to the outside, it would be a, a whole new world to him how easy that position is and – it, he would probably be able to uh, do some real damage there. And they've got a need. Like, I don't know who is set to be the the starter at that position. And I, my guess is it's going to be a, a pretty intense spring and training camp to see who the best guy at that spot is. Yeah, Parker and I were talking yesterday trying to figure out the guys that have, you know, locked down their position. They've already named Dylan Gabriel's uh, uh, D- Dylan Gabriel's a quarterback, so there's one. But in your eyes, is there anyone else? I know no one else has been publicly called a starter, but is there anyone else to where it's okay? They haven't publicly said it, but this dude's pretty much locked into his spot. Is there anybody else? I mean, Marvin Mims is locked into a wide receiver spot, but the, I would think, but the wide receiver core as a whole is wide open. No. What other position doesn't have a lot of competition right now? I think Braden Willis is your guy at tight end, yeah. but I would say even that is not that he's going to lose his spot. You know, there's a ton of rotation at tight end. That's one of those positions where you see a bunch of different guys play typically. Jalen Redman, I I mean, I'm heavily factoring in that he's going to be playing a lot of snaps on the defensive line. Key Lawrence, I'm heavily factoring him in. But where? That's well, one of the things. I, I, is know, I don't. You I know. know, is it corner? Is it safety? Mm-hmm. I haven't gone into any of those conversations with anyone yet, and 
I I don't know. I don't think anyone seriously defensively. I don't think there's any one guy out there that you can just lock in as a starter. Throw not away even the key. a Woody Washington at corner next no. year. No, I feel good about it. Sure, but I wouldn't lock anything in. You got some new guys from and new to be fair, coming in. I, I, I mean to be fair, no one played so incredibly well last year that they justified not having any competition this offseason. Nope. Some guys did some good things, Jalen Redmond being one of them, but it just wasn't so dominant to where it's like, all right, new coaching staff or not, who cares? You stick that guy at that spot, and then you figure out what's around him. Yeah, I think one of the things is that throws a real wrinkle in the system is what do the transfers look like, especially defensively? Sure. Because there's experienced guys coming into the secondary – Experienced guys coming onto the defensive line. Um, you know, linebacker is, you know, Deshaun White's been there. He's got tenure. He's been a guy that's that's got a lot of experience, but, you know, he's not the – he's got the most experience and probably the most knowledge of the position, but I think there's some other guys that have some better tools. So, you know, I, I wouldn't say that he's he's got a locked-in spot at inside backer. You know, Stutzman's got some some great opportunity, but I wouldn't say that he's locked in. Seriously, defensively, I think it's really pretty much 11 positions are up for battle. Not a bad situation either. It's not. It's not. I mean, there is they, they keep saying competition, competition, competition. There's going to be – Competition, competition uh, throughout the spring and into uh, that's that's going to be it. The, I mean, the the main thing of spring ball is competition. I would say that running back. It sounds to me like Eric Gray has been like the real the real stud that everyone's kind of he what he was one of the ten that was mentioned and what's that club the degree club the two twelve club that they have and right. Uh, our newest issue of Boy Street coming out. Plank wrote the article, and I think he asked Josh Parker and I about like who your mo- who you think is going to be a spring breakout. And that's who I said is, and I've been guilty of this. Of well, watch out for Javante Barnes. Could this be the year of Marcus Major? Well, maybe we're not talking enough about the right guy, and it seems like so far we're not. We're just counting Eric Gray out of this race just based on last year. But he stands the same chance as anybody else to get better this offseason. And it sounds like he is. So maybe we see the version of him that you thought that you were going to get from Tennessee this year. So I'm yeah. – the long ways to go. Long ways to go. But my point of the – like the little snippet of the article I have is, yeah, I think he might be end up being the, the number one guy next season. Yeah. I, I think – now, I have talked to Lebby about Eric Gray and – um, major and he likes both of them. Thinks they're they're both studs. Uh, definitely likes Eric Gray and and what he brings to that position. And <laughs> it's it's so funny. And I know I've referenced this before, but when you talk to Levy about some of the guys on the roster, it's like it's like he's coaching the. The Rams. His all-star team. Well, I mean, to him, I guess yeah. it is an all-star team. He, he's like, dude, these guys are unbelievable. I love it. That's weird to hear a coach. Normally, a coach is like, oh, God, we're awful. I don't know how we're going to pick up a yard this year. I mean, God, we just got to get so much better. Well, Coming from UCF and Ole Miss, though, you have a different perspective. Well, that was, you know, this is just going through off-season workouts and stuff. Like, after – like right in the middle of spring training or spring football, so whenever all the coaches start getting pissed all the time because uh, you've pretty much installed everything and every day, like whenever you start spring practice, defensively, like the first three or four days, you'll have like three calls. It's all you play all day, and that's easy. But by the time you install the whole playbook, halfway through spring football, you go out there and every single call can be one of everything in the playbook, guys start screwing stuff up oh, left yeah. and right, and the coaches, that's about the time they start hating their players. <laughs> we got to trade this entire team out for new guys. 
Uh, yeah, we mentioned Ted Roof at the at the top of the segment. You just mentioned Lebby. Um, Lebby isn't one that would probably count for you here. I'm interested, though, with all these new names that are on the staff, who's the one guy that, what, three and a half months now that you've you know seen work and you're like, dang, I didn't know a whole lot about this dude, but I really like the fact that they brought him in at this spot. I think it's Chavis. That's what I think too, man. Because there's so little known about him. He wasn't even on on field coach or uh, yes. full time assistant. At Cle- Nailed it. Clemson. Nailed it. And I and you've seen some good stuff uh, as far as recruiting. There's been a bunch of people talk very highly of him there. Um, I saw him today, just kind of working the room, talking to his players and stuff, and they seem to have a really good relationship. Just viewing it from afar, he can and recruit too, man. He's he's been out there uh, hitting hitting it in recruiting. So my that would be my guess for guys unknown, because really it's only between uh, uh, Bates, Chavis, and Roof. But even ba- but even Bates, we knew. Yeah, like he was a dude, especially in recruiting coming in. So there were some expectations. Chavis, there were no expectations at all. You were just trusting, like, uh, all right, Brent. I guess I'll trust you on this one. Yeah. I mean, someone had to take a chance on you as an off the field guy to promote you to a backers coach at Kansas State. Let's hope uh, you're right about this guy. And it looks like so far that that he is. So that that would be my answer as well. I'm interested. In, in Ted Roof as well because, you know, here's the thing about the spot that he's in. Let's say OU goes out next year and just plays unbelievable defense. Number one defense in the Big 12. Well, who's the credit going to go to? Oh, Brent Venables. It's going to go to Venables. And I'm not saying that it shouldn't. I'm just saying that, like, I think Ted Roof is going to have a whole lot to do with this defense just day-to-day with the backers, being the defensive coordinator, all of those things. And I don't know how much credit he is set to get. Now, if it goes bad, we know that the blame is going to fall on Ted Roof because, well, Venables had great defenses at Clemson. It can't be his. So he's in a tough spot, but – um, I don't know a whole lot about him, uh, met him today, but I, I'm interested to watch that and see how these backers grow. And I'll just go back to it. Coach Venables would not, would not give that job to just anyone. I, that, if there was a, a, a position coach that was vetted, more heavily than anyone else, it was the defensive coordinator and the inside backers coach. So that's why I trust it. Well, we'll just have to see. By the way, on a very much lighter scale, <laughs> I do wonder if the offensive line is really good this year. If people say, yeah, wow, what a job by Bill Biedenboe. Dang, that was one of his finer coaching jobs. Or it'll be... Well, yeah, I mean, Schmitty. Yeah, of course. Like, of course the offensive line was better. They got a better strength coach. Schmitty. That's interesting. I think um, I think it'll go both. I think Bill will will get the credit that he deserves. And I, I will say the same thing I've kind of said all along in one way or another, that Beanbow never changed anything about the way that he coached. He was never less demanding. He was never uh, easier on the guys. He never changed his technique, the way that he coached it. So you have to say, well, what was it that changed? And that's one of the things that you can directly point to that changed is the strength and conditioning program totally changed. Uh, A few texts on the text line. First, what age does Teddy think a kid should be introduced to tackle football? Ninth grade. There are 25 transfers on the spring roster. The breakdown is 17 are from other D1 programs, two are from FCS programs, two are from D2 or D3, and four are from junior colleges. Of the D1 transfers, it looks like seven will be on the two deep depth charts. Okay. Of the D1... 
25 transfers on the spring roster. It looks like seven will be on the two deep death charts. Well, we haven't seen a two deep yet. That's a, that's a thing. We don't really know what that is or what that looks like. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I'll take your word for it. I have no idea what the depth chart's going to look like. Twenty five transfers. Well, that must mean like not this previous off season. Just like Eric Gray counts as a oh, transfer. I, I would guess. I don't it's think it's not just the yeah guys that have transferred right. at some point. I don't think Marcus Major is going to do anything. I believe he'll start as number two behind Gray and then get passed by Barnes and be number three by the end of the season. Now, he'll still get more carries than he has in a long time in this offense. Uh, I don't know. You may be right. I wouldn't say that Marcus Major isn't going to do anything. I, I don't. He may not be a 1,000-yard rusher, but I would say that he's, he's going to be a factor. And, yeah, I, there's definitely a chance that one of the young guys can come in and displace him or even Eric Gray. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I've always said running back is one of the positions, one of the very few positions, where a young guy, freshman, can come in and play immediately. Handle the ball, block in protection, run a swing route. Uh, and I know there's a lot more to it than that, but um, it's one of those spots that if you can handle the, the demands physically, you can play as a freshman. So I wouldn't count those guys out. But I would also say in the same, in the same vein that Venables has said that if he can keep from playing young guys, he's going to keep from playing young guys. Now, that may not be something that the young guys want to hear or even the fans want to hear, but uh, development, young, play late is critical. That is, that is a good way to have really good players on the field at all times and to not – not kill yourself whenever you lose a guy to the NFL or uh, to transfer. He said uh, performance, not potential, on Monday. So that's exactly what you're talking about. They're going to play guys on performance, not potential. Mm-hmm. So just because you're younger and have a higher ceiling, they're not going to play you over another guy just to get him some snaps under his belt. Right. Uh, whoever the better player is, regardless of classification, they'll, they'll play, judging by that comment. Yeah. And, you know, running back sometimes – Sometimes it's hard. You could be a really good running back, and let's say they've got, they've got four guys, and you're one of the freshmen. You may, get, you may get five carries in a day, right, in, in practice. Five carries. Five, and I'm not talking about hands-off and warm-up or handoffs and warm-up. I'm talking about inside drill and team drill, like legit – carries you might get five in a day and on one of those a guard may whiff on a block and there's an unblocked guy that tackles you as you're taking the handoff on the second one uh maybe someone uh, a guy gets gets beat and you never really get a chance like there's a lot that maybe isn't up to you sometimes and you only get a very limited Amount of opportunities. Unless you're a five-star like Adrian Peterson coming in, and it's already like, yeah, yeah he's going to play from day one. But if you're a three-star or a four-star coming in, you're probably just looked at as, yeah, he's, he's, not, he's, he's not ready. Some of it's luck. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that running back is one of those positions that the more carries you get in a row, kind of the hotter hand and the better feel that you get. And I think that goes for practice, too. So that can be difficult to stand there and then all of a sudden have to go in there and you only get – a couple of shots real quickly. So, all right, uh, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Hour number two rolls on. Stay tuned. This Paul Carl's Jr. Uh, running out for his first practice at USC yesterday and not knowing where the entrance to the practice field was and had to be corrected on it. I did. Uh, it How great. is that possible? I don't know. There's a huge – Too worried about that NIL money is what it is. There's a huge opening – to where the practice facility is, or where the practice—I don't even know where he's going. He had to, there has to be more to it than he didn't know where to Too go. Too concerned with nil money, Teddy, to know where he's supposed to go for practice. He had That's his story. I'm going with. Did he have his Beats by Dre on and was on, distracted? Honestly, I can't remember. 
but he's giving uh, beats by Dre to every single team on campus by now, so I, I'm sure that he did. I'm sure that's one of the things he's got to run out to practice with his beats by Dre on. I saw that. Caleb Williams delivering beats by Dre to the whatever women's basketball team or whoever it was, or he gives a pair of beats by Dre. He didn't – let's be honest here. Beats by Dre did that, not Caleb Williams. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah, he didn't buy those. They, At least I don't they, think. They, Maybe they gave he did. Them, they gave them to him so he could present them. What that's I what guess. I would. Th- that's yeah. what I would think. But. <laughs> I don't think he's buying uh, what fifteen sets of beats for the men's basketball team to give to him before the NCAA tournament. Now it may look like that, a paper trail wise, because I don't know that Beats by Dre can just directly give out stuff, which. Maybe you can these days. I have no idea how any of that Ask works A&M now. If it's legal or not. But um, yeah, that that was that was done through Beats by Dre. But hey, good for them. Uh, good for Caleb Williams for getting that deal done. Now the tough part: can you go in any football games? No, nope. I don't think it's going to happen next year or the year after that. Six and six. Uh, yeah, I'll go with six and six. It sounds good with me. What is the oh, – man, I looked at this question today, and I already knew what the answer was before I read it, and I continued mm. to read, and it got me depressed for about uh, 10 minutes. Someone was asking what the co- college football equivalent of St. Be- uh, Peter's beating Kentucky was. And then oh, no. I, I know. Yeah, that was my morning today. Boise? I mean, Kentucky is a blue blood in basketball. Oklahoma's a blue blood in football. Um, it wasn't a playoff setting, but God, there's some similarities there. That's fortunately probably the closest thing you can find, other than App State and Michigan. That's got to be it, App State and Michigan. I, I trust me. I am more will. I'm willing to go that route, other than the other one that I, I won't even mention. Here's the difference: if you make it to a Fiesta Bowl, like. That's true. Yeah, you're better than a 15 seed in the NCAA yes. tournament. You you don't just happen into a BCS Fiesta Bowl, okay? You have to be a really, really good football team. So App State, Michigan, yeah, it just feels so much better. Anything to get the heat off anything, of our back, right? Anything just feels so much better. Jeez. Disaster. <laughs> I was reading a thread on St. Peter's and their facility that they have and how bad it is. I guess uh, – Porter was with Loyola, and they played a road game there, and they didn't even have hot water for showers. <laughs> that sounds so, familiar. So they had to like leave, and like the team had to leave and not even take showers. the The roof leaks, and it leaks all in the uh, coaches' offices, and it, it just it's it's a disaster. I would say, in football, about. One out of every five stadiums you go to, the visiting locker room has hot water. Who was who had the worst visiting locker room? I would imagine when you were playing, Oklahoma State had to be pretty bad. Nah, it wasn't that bad. It's the same one that they're in now that I remember. Kansas State looks like the same one that they've always been in. It's the same Kansas is pretty bad, but kind of the way Kansas is set up, you can kind of step outside of it. Like the old Baylor locker room was really bad in their old stadium. Uh, the new one's nice. Uh, Tech, Texas Tech was really bad. Bad? Yeah, it was really bad. Tiny. Uh, but- Honestly, the worst visitor locker room could be at OU with that tiny hallway that they have walking out uh what would it's, that be on the southwest side of the stadium? It's pretty bad, but I walked through it the other day. Just whenever I was over there for a TV deal, I walked around there, walked into the. It's way better than it used to be. They've upgraded it. They've upgraded. Why? Why well, are we spending money upgrading on the visitors' locker room? They, Come on! All they did is open up an area like for a like a training room. There's like more of a training room area than there was. I before. want that, and it looks like all the shower heads work. Oh, well, that's disappointing. Yeah. I want uh, that that hallway where you walk out in the field to continue to be two foot across. Yeah, that's what I want it to be. Yep. 
where no more than one person at a time, you have to go single file line out to the field. It's crazy. You walk over to like OU's locker room, and it's like so state of the art. And then you walk into the visitors' locker room, and it still has the wood paneling on the walls from like nineteen seventy. So happy. (laughs) It's great. Text line says Kansas over Texas is the equivalent of St. Peter's beating Kentucky. Yeah, guys, but come on. Kentucky's been relevant the past decade. Texas has not been relevant the past decade. But still, I appreciate the joke. Yeah, if St. Peter's happens to beat Kentucky every other year, then that would be the equivalent. Jacksonville State beating FSU was huge. Again, though, um, Florida State really bad. What's funny about Florida State, though, is I'm like, oh, yeah, what year did that happen? Because it feels like Florida State gets beat by a Jacksonville State every single year now in the non-conference because they're so so bad. Well, if Mississippi State scheduled uh, Eastern Washington, they'd lose to them too. There's no doubt. Week two of the season, just like at Washington State. (laughs) That's right. Carl's Jr. needs to enable Bluetooth on those beats and use Google Maps to navigate him to that practice entrance. There has to be more to the story. There has to be. I don't think you make it any more complicated than it is. You just walked out and he missed the exit. There's like 10 people standing around the open area that leads directly to a practice field that he's no doubt been to before. Tulsa beating Notre Dame. Mm. Like that one. Notre Dame was not very good that year. Look, App State, Michigan, guys. Let's just stick with it's that gotta one. Be, it's got to be App State, Michigan. You trying to tell me Oprah also didn't give away all that stuff to her audiences? Yes. That's exactly what I'm telling you. It was the is that the you get a car, you get a car. You deal? get a car, you get a car, you get a car. Yeah. I don't know. Like she is a billionaire. That could have actually been Oprah. Dr. Dre has given USC lots of money and has a building named after him. Oh, the Dr. Dre Department of Science. I hope that that's what the building says there. I think the agricultural uh, side of things are named after Dr. Dre. Uh, yeah, there's a greenhouse out yeah. there. Uh, what's your thoughts on Urban Meyer in charge of Ohio State's NIL program? I mean, it's... A joke? No, it's, it's a good person to have in charge of your NIL program. Um, I he's going to be able to go out there and talk to the right people and use his influence to to gather probably large amounts of money and yeah. If there's anyone that can make something that could be totally legit into a dirty operation, it would be Urban no Meyer. No doubt about that. Carl Jr. was giving Muleshoe a pedicure. That's why he was late. Oh wow, That's funny. I appreciate that. Any chance BV introduces putting uh, stickers on helmets? They did at Clemson. No. I hope not. No. I'm I, not down. The helmet's fine, as is. I don't think so. And I don't know what Clemson's sticker situation is on their helmet, but if they've ever done that in the past and they brought it back, I, I don't know. But I know Venables, and I don't – it doesn't seem to me that – Messing with a traditional helmet would no. be something that he'd be interested in. We'll put in. the uh, Buki Sledgehammer stickers on the helmets every time someone does something. <laughs> How do you think that would go over? Every time uh, every time you get a 15-yard penalty? <laughs> yes. You have Cody to... Ford's helmet would have been uh, filled with a sledgehammer someone, stickers. Every time you get a 15-yard penalty, someone comes over and dings you on the helmet oh, with the sledgehammer. That. Yeah, see, we always use it as a reward. We should use it as a punishment from now on. Right. Do something stupid, you get a sledgehammer sticker. That's funny. Hey, go to the text message. I saw it earlier. Asking me about, uh, do I prefer the big pads or the... Oh, does Teddy prefer the old school big shoulder pads or the new slimmer pads worn today? The old pads looked badness, Mark in Newcastle. Um, Cowboy collar layman, I got an idea here. I, I prefer I prefer the smaller shoulder pads that they wear today because you can move better and you can you can you can just it's they're just easier to wear. But the reason they wear them is it's not because you had to wear big shoulder pads because you had to take on the lead against a fullback nonstop. And you had to have a bunch of protection for the shoulder. You don't hardly see, like, 
they may get ISO once, twice, a handful of times the entire year. Back then, you saw it about 15 times a day in practice, and then every game you saw ISO, so you had to have big shoulder pads because it was all played right there in the tight box. But the new ones that are smaller and you can move around, definitely easier to move on the football field. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. Hit some things that caught my eye next. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Cavens Construction. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Call Cavens at 405-473-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 or visit cavensconstruction.com. At Landers, we're driven to serve. We're committed to supporting our community and everyone in it. That's how, together, we all make a difference. From the go-getters and the all-nighters to the frontliners and early risers, all the real do-gooders. And you'll feel good about Ram Truck Month going on now. We have great deals on the new Ram 1500s. Plus, check out our 2022 Wranglers. Landers Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram is driven to serve. The promise is simple. We're the best. You're simply the best. We promise you all the best new gaming experiences. And we promise you the best promotions and giveaways. Like our 80 grand land into luxury. Win a new Cadillac XT5 with 10 times entries on Sundays. Come play the one. Do you or your loved ones need health insurance? Call the insurance experts at Allison Insurance. Bob and Robert Allison have over 75 years of combined experience and their team wants to ensure you that they have the healthcare solutions to fit your needs. Call 405-745-2968 and they can help you with Medicare supplements, your HSA, and more. Get the best insurance for you and your family by calling Allison Insurance today at 405-745-2968. Wake up with Toby Rowland. Not much to talk about, but we'll figure out a way to cobble our way through three hours. And T.J. Perry. <laughs> what a bomb. <laughs> what a complete bomb. The T-Row in the morning show. It's what a sports show sounds like when people remember to have fun. The sexiness comes through the radio. It's just all around. The package is fantastic. <laughs> T-Row and T.J. on the home of Sooner fans. The Ref Sports Radio Network. On April 5th, Norman voters have an opportunity to change the direction of Norman by electing Larry Heikola as your next mayor. Larry brings wisdom, experience, and leadership, as well as a career track record of service and protection. It's time to return city government to our citizens by ending government overreach, protecting our freedoms, and fully funding our fire and police departments. Larry is the only candidate endorsed by police and fire. It's time for new leadership. Vote for Larry Heikola on April 5th. Paid for by Heikola for Mayor 2022. Hi, this is Lisa Talley, broker and owner of Aria Real Estate Group. Aria Real Estate Group is Norman's premier full-service commercial and residential real estate brokerage and leasing and management firm. With our team of real estate agents, specialized property managers, and in-house maintenance team, Aria is here for you in every capacity. Whether you're a seller, a buyer, an investor, or a renter, we can help. Please explore our website at ariagroupok.com. Aria Real Estate Group, the gold standard of real estate. Ah yes, spring is here, sandal season, summer is coming. Whether it's for walking, hiking, running the beach, or the pool, Brown Shoe Fit has you covered, and they have the perfect shoe for you. Hey, it's Chris Plank for Brown Shoe Fit and Norman, and they carry the top brands for your entire family. All your favorites, Brooks, Bionic, Chacos, Birkenstocks, New Balance, you name it, and Clark's, Steve has you covered. Brown Shoe Fit at 2427 West Main in Norman, behind the Chick-fil-A next to the Hobby Lot. Texting, talking on your phone, or listening to music near train crossings or on platforms are big distractions. You need to see and hear the train coming. After you're on the train, those things are fine. So remember, simple things like taking your headphones out and taking your hood off could save your life.
It is the rush on the ref. We call this segment What Caught Teddy's Eye. So let's get to it. Story number one is. First, quick shout out to our buddies over at Roof Tech. Uh, we've seen the weather coming through this spring, and if early spring is any indication, could be some serious storms come through. Make sure you jot down Roof Tech uh, in case you have any roof problems. They can have repairs. They can uh, also do a full-on roof replacement. Josh Tucker, former teammate of mine, uh, handles the business over there, and they do a fantastic job. Um, I saw this. Someone was telling me about it the other day, and then I saw the videos today. You seen this kid from Tennessee, the pitcher that throws Oh, like 104? Yeah, man. That's crazy. And I'm looking at the, like the video of it, and it – it doesn't look like it's 104 because he's he's big old six five guy, um, and I guess he's he's the closer for them, and no one's hadn't given up any runs or anything this year. But uh, it's incredible how fa- uh, how hard he's throwing and how effort- effortless it looks. Makes you think like if he's really digging back and and throwing like maybe he can hit even higher numbers. That's crazy. Probably not even grunting. Up Is there, there on the even a- to throw 104? What's what's the fastest pitcher you ever faced? Dude, I played junior college baseball. So, actually it's a it's a um notable name, Danny Almonte, the guy huh, in yeah. the Little League World Series that was way too old. Yeah, was he, he 35 by the time he played. He uh yes, he was 35 years old playing junior college ball. He was from the Bronx and ended up playing college ball in Altus at Western Oklahoma State of all places. Talk about a shock to the system. I don't know if he was Was he originally from Cuba? Was it Cuba or Dominican or something? Uh, Isn't that how they got his birth certificate mixed up or his age? He he played for a New York uh, Little League team, but that's, that's probably it. All right. Well, uh, I just I thought that no that one was, liked that uh, kid though from Tennessee. There's that no was crazy, and uh, we just referenced it earlier. But Tyreek Hill is going to the Dolphins, and uh, there's a couple of things here. Number one, I think this is I don't want to say devastating for Kansas City, but this is a big hit to their offense. Losing him, losing a Honey Badger in the back ends. Yeah, they're they're still really good, but whereas they've lost a lot of pieces, everyone else in that division has gained a lot of really good pieces. And here's the thing: is are the Chiefs still the best team in the division? I don't know, maybe. But here's the point: like when the Patriots were winning all those Super Bowls, they were playing in an awful AFC East, which meant they were always getting home field advantage throughout the playoffs. The Chiefs are worse now than they were two months ago. That division is tougher, which ultimately means the road to a Super Bowl is going to be more difficult for Kansas City now because they don't have the cakewalk to the one seed like you know maybe they did previously. The whole did you see that graphic of the whole AFC and all of the players that they've yeah, got? The in- NFC is like bad now thanks to the AFC because they got all the players. Yeah, the, the USFL, which is starting pretty quick, it's about to get underway. Like. They may replace the NFC if the NFC keeps putting all yeah. of their, their players over to the AFC. Um, but I I think that the move to Miami for Tyreek Hill is really interesting. I think McDaniels is going to use him a lot like Debo Samuel with the 49ers and kind of how they found different ways to get him the ball. I think that could be a really nice mix there for Miami. Yeah. You got any more? No. Nope. Uh, I've got a couple here. First, a Instagram model by the name of Leah... Shoot Kever, she has multiple Guinness World Record uh, eating records. She holds 27 eating world records. And recently, she traveled to Italy to appear on the Guinness World Records show on Italian TV. But first, she attempted to break the Chicken McNugget speed record. And she did. She was able to eat 12.42 Twelve point forty-two ounces of McNuggets in sixty seconds, which equates to nineteen chicken nuggets in sixty seconds. She broke the chicken McNugget speed eating record. Nineteen McNuggets in sixty seconds. Could you do it? No, 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 no. Actually, she crushed the previous record. That's crazy. That's crazy. Apparently, uh, she was very unhappy that she left one uh, McNugget in the bowl and didn't eat all twenty in sixty seconds. Now, I am really good at eating whatever's left of my son's nuggets. Um, I, 
I basically just clean up his plate, but 19 in 60 seconds, no way. Here's some of the uh, world records this Instagram model has. Mm. Fastest time to eat three pickled eggs, 7.8 seconds. Uh, Fastest time to eat a muffin with no hands, 21 seconds. Most marshmallows eaten in one minute with no hands. She ate 20 of those in one minute. Hmm. Most tomatoes eaten in one minute, eight. (laughs) That's random. That's crazy. Uh, I think she just finds like the low-hanging fruit out there and goes and takes down those world records. No pun intended there. uh, Tomatoes. That's that's crazy. Be careful, though, folks. Don't go chasing down those world records. You know a lot of people die in competitive eating? That doesn't know, but that does not, that's well, not the most shocking thing yeah, you've said today. You're trying to stuff eight tomatoes down your gullet as fast as you can. People choke and die all the time. Now, I if, say all the time, like, it happens. It's a thing. If this last uh, bit of content is not for you, it is not my fault. Sean sent it to me earlier okay. today, and uh, I laughed and said that I would use it. It's bracket season right now. Everything is in a bracket, sure. best, worst, whatever. Well, Barstool has another. We shared one yesterday, best drunk food. This one is worst places to have to number two. Yeah. Okay? And I'm going to read you five of the candidates, and you tell me what you think. Porta potty is on here. Uh, yeah. The beach is on here. Well, and let me just go back. I. Uh, that is the lottery system on porta potty. Uh, you, there's no telling what you're walking into. Sometimes you may happen upon a clean porta potty, not so bad. Other times you you know what I'm talking about here. A gas station is listed on here. Yeah. A bus is listed on yeah, there. That's bad. Uh, a Starbucks was randomly listed on there, which that could be best case scenario sometimes. Starbucks, I is that I feel like those places are so small that there's like there's so many people packed in there. They're all drinking coffee, and it's a one-hole restroom. <laughs> There's right? a, a lot. And like seven up. people come up and jiggle the handle there, while there you're in is, there. There uh, is the Starbucks on Campus Corner on game day. There will be a line for that bathroom two hours before kickoff. I don't know, but there's some bad places. But, you know, the the feeling of, of knowing that you're going to end up in one of those places is only worse than, like, whenever you're – in a car, you're somewhere, and you start going through, like, considerations of, okay, what am I going to do if I don't make it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's whenever things get to a, a really bad spot. It, get, it gets to worst-case scenario. <laughs> yeah. This is worst-case scenario, but we need to start planning for it. Oh, that's great. All right, quick timeout. More from The Rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number two next. This hour of The Rush is brought to you by Cavens Construction. Remodeling, roofing, water restoration, and facility maintenance. Call Cavens at 405-473-3048 or in Tulsa, 918-282-7612 or visit CavensConstruction.com. At Landers, we're driven to serve. We're committed to supporting our community and everyone in it. That's how, together, we all make a difference. From the go-getters and the all-nighters to the frontliners and early risers, all the real do-gooders. And you'll feel good about Landers Service Direct with free pickup and delivery for service appointments. From our store to your door, Landers Chevrolet is driven to serve. Shop Landers Chevrolet Norman today. Find new roads. Reliable, fast, affordable. OEC Fiber was founded on the same principles that brought us OEC 85 years ago. We are reinvesting in Oklahoma by bringing high-speed fiber services to your homes, businesses, and schools. Make sure to visit us today at OECFiber.com to get started. OEC Fiber. We're taking internet, phone, and TV services where no one else will. It's basketball time in Oklahoma, and that means it's time to head to Inner Urban. Swing by one of their six locations in Norman, Edmond, Yukon, Chickasha, Ardmore, and Tulsa, and try their mouth-watering honey pepper bacon cheeseburger and a cold beverage. Inner Urban's cheese enchiladas are the best in America, along with their famous fried chicken club salad. Great food for any taste and friendly service to boot. Inner Urban staff can't wait to serve you fans. We'll see you when you get there. 
Hi, this is Gary Cavins, the owner of Cavins Construction Group here in Norman. If you have a building, restaurant, hotel, or to any kind of business that needs commercial maintenance needs, we have a commercial maintenance division that can help. We can help you with repairs from the ceiling to the floor, door hardware, electric, plumbing, HVAC, flooring, drywall repair, painting, snow removal, roof repairs, whatever you need, we're your one-stop shop. All you have to do is give us a call, 405-573-3048. Landmark Fine Homes is a custom home builder in Oklahoma City. Our commitment is to build energy-efficient, custom-quality, crafted homes around the metro OKC area. If you are looking to build your first home or last, Landmark Fine Homes is the builder for you. We have many floor plans to choose from, or bring us one that you already have. We have communities throughout the metro, or we will build on your lot. Call 405-347-5991 and let Landmark Fine Homes help turn your dreams into a reality. The Women's Choice Awards are in for 2021, naming Norman Regional Health System as one of the country's best hospitals in multiple categories. These awards put Norman Regional in the top 10% in heart, stroke, and emergency care in the country. Norman Regional undergoes rigorous evaluations and prides itself on offering personalized care that caters to the needs of women. Visit normanregional.com to learn more. Hi, I'm Trevor Turner with RK Black. RK Black is the leading provider of copier, fax, printer, scanner, document management, and information technology solutions to small and medium-sized organizations in and around Oklahoma. When you think of a big league company, think RK Black. RK Black is the official provider of the Oklahoma City Thunder with Sharp. Let RK Black and Sharp become your official service provider for your office needs. Visit us online at rkblack.com or call 943-9800. Watching football, riding his motorcycle, and of course playing cards with his friends were just some of the many hobbies that Dad had. When he passed away, the staff at Primrose assisted us in capturing the essence of Dad's life. The caring and personal touch that they provided my family will be remembered for many years. I encourage you to call Primrose today at 321-6000 to allow them to assist your family just the way they did mine. Ahoy, matey! This is Tyler McComas from The Rush. Have you been sailing the seven seas and searching for favorite liquor? Drop anchor. Captain Jack's is a nice, relaxed, laid-back liquor store on Northeast 12th Street in Norman. They have a vast selection of liquor, beer, and wine in their 3,000-square-foot storefront. Stop by and check out the ocean-painted floor and boat-shaped cash register. Sail by Captain Jack's and pick up your favorite beverages and be treated as first mate. Weigh anchor and hoist the mizzen to Captain Jack's Wine, Rum, and Spirits in Norman, 2400 Northeast 12th Avenue on the corner of Rock Creek and 12th. Chapel supplies you with industrial cleaning products that are built to last. Chapel supplies you with the highest quality pressure washers on the market and a lifetime commitment to the service and support of your machine. Unlike most retailers, Chapel pressure washers run for hours, not minutes, and handle your toughest jobs without a pause. From simple projects around your home to industrial facility upkeep, Chapel supplies you with the tools to tackle every job. Chapel supplies you. Gavin's Construction, bringing you hour number two of the rush on this Wednesday. We're inside the Brown O'Haver Studios, Tyler and Teddy. Text line says airplane is the worst place to have to go, number two. Uh, Amongst other things, by the way. Is that is that true? There's worse. At least it's not ideal, <sighs> but I don't know what is an ideal situation. It's pretty bad. Yeah, frankly, I'll tell you the worst place to go is and I don't know how your like elementary was, but in my like first and second grade, I think we had like a restroom in the classroom. <laughs> that's so weird. That's so, I know. Oh, that's worst case scenario for a kid. Yeah. Oh, that's awful. It's worst case scenario. The reason I thought about that is because an airplane, at least it's like you got to do some serious muffling while you're in there. Yeah, it's so loud on an airplane, and everyone's got headphones on, and, you know, you're, you're kind of protected by a sound barrier there. A classroom is, like, quiet right on the outside, and you're, you're just hanging out over there in the corner. You learn muffling skills at a very, very young age there at Fort Jeez. Gibson. 
Uh, apparently, the U.S. Embassy in Moscow says Brittany Griner is in good condition. Now, I guess normally when you know someone's in, a, in another country and they get arrested during spring break, there's you know some dialogue between the two countries. Hey, here's the situation. This is what happened. And like something can be worked out. Apparently, Russia is really not even responding to the U.S. when it comes to Brittany Griner. So this situation is yeah. It's literally the last place in the world at this time, other than maybe North Korea, that you would want to get arrested. Yeah. Well, I'd, I'd rather be arrested in North Korea than Russia right now. The way that they're, mm. they won't even let Brittany Griner talk to anyone. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, all I know is it's not good. And you're supposed to try and flash some cash to get out of that deal. But you're always worried about, I guess, getting into more trouble. That's wild. Hopefully she's okay and uh, they can get her released for having a vape pin. All right, quick timeout. Final hour of the rush coming up next. Sports Talk, 1400 AM, KREF, Norman, Moore, Oklahoma City, and 99.3 FM, K257DA, the Ref Sports Radio Network. Smart decisions bring the biggest returns, like the 2021 GMC Sierra, built on a foundation of professional-grade engineering that brings a strong performance year after year. Offering the world's first multi-pro tailgate, this tailgate takes innovation to the next level with six distinct functions that let you load, unload, and access the cargo box quicker and easier. Test drive a 2021 GMC Sierra today and experience a wise investment that really delivers. See your Central Oklahoma GMC dealers. If you're selling your home, don't list with the MLS. That system made sense 25 years ago when people were still using a phone book. The best way to sell your home today is by using FSBOHomes.com. Most homes on FSBOHomes.com sell faster than the market average for more than the appraised value and without an agent on the listing or buying side, saving you up to 6% of your home's price in needless commissions. So don't waste all your money on agents. Sell your home using FSBOHomes.com. Toby Rowland here for my friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment. Are you like me? Are you frustrated that you have to run all over town just to find out they're all sold out of what you want or worse, need? My friends at Extreme Outdoor Equipment feel your pain. Last year, they ran out of bad boy mowers and had to temporarily close one location. But 2022 is a new year. Extreme Outdoor is now the largest exclusive bad boy mower dealer in the metro area. Their exclusive relationship with bad boy means they will have plenty of mowers in stock all year long. Go see them at I-35 exit 104B in Goldsby, just two miles south of Riverwind Casino, or head down I-44 to exit 108 in Newcastle and see Bad Boy Steve at their Tri-City store. They've got all the major lenders, so you can take a bad boy home for as little as $75 a month. And best of all, no matter which location,